everyone and welcome to Starter Conversation, the podcast. This is a safe space where we will talk all things stuttering and communication. Today, I'm joined with Edward from Winner's Mindset Podcast. Edward is 14 years old and lives in Dubai. He has an amazing podcast called Winner's Mindset, where he talks to inspirational people who discuss how they've achieved their goals and successes. His podcast is aimed to inspire people to reach their full potential, regardless of their differences, and that by doing this, you will find that you can achieve anything with the right mindset. Edward also has a stutter and reached out to share his story so I'm so excited to be speaking with you today as you are my youngest guest. (laughs) You are so inspiring and have already achieved so much so thank you again for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Um, I just wanted to start off by asking how you are. Um, It's so cool that you live in Dubai as well. I've been always wanting to go there. Um, So yeah, how are you? What's the weather like? It's hot. It, it is really hot right now. Like when I say hot, like it's humid, there's no air, it's ridiculous. Um, like if you come here from like August to like April, it's fine. But from now until July and stuff, it's really, really hot. So um, school, school year ends in about a month or two. So um, then I go back to the UK because um, that's where I'm from. Oh, okay. And so I see my family there. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's so good. So you live in Dubai for how long? Um, so I've lived in Dubai since I was about eight. So about five years, six years. Wow, um, okay. And to be honest, this is all I've known. Yeah. Really. Um, you know, coming from the UK is very different. It's very different. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go to Dubai, even like um, England as well and London. I think that'd be so cool. But um now with COVID and stuff, it's made it a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, travel's a lot harder these days. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I usually start off my podcast with a bit of an intro to my guests with like simple get to know you questions, I guess. Um, yeah. So what are three items that you can't live without? Three items that I can't live without? Probably one being a football um, because that's all I live by. <laughs> five times a week mm. <laughs> and the other item would be my bed because that's where i get my rest from my football yeah, that's that's yeah. two things <laughs> football. Um, and another item i can't live about is oh, um probably my phone yeah, yeah. my phone because that's where i do my podcast on and stuff so that's yes. very important to me <laughs> Yeah, I think probably about the same, except for the football. I don't play sports. I just can't do it for some reason. <laughs> but definitely my bed and my phone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose and why? Um, to be honest, I think if I was like the, the invisible, then it would be really cool. Um, just like watching everything, like heading in school, and you like pe- 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 people don't know that you're there, and you're just there, and you're just watching things happen and stuff like that. So, um, that would be really cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think probably about the same. Probably the same. I think visibility is pretty cool. Like, even like in Harry Potter, when they have like the invisibility cook, like I feel like that'd be just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Not in it. <laughs> Um, and if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you be? Where would you live? Um, I've always said Milan is where I, where I kind of want to live when I'm older. I, I just love it there because I went there in March and with my family and it was just incredible. I'm just, I, I just really liked it. like the food, obviously. There, people just go, go jump to the food, but just kind of everything about it. So, yeah. Milan it would be for me what about you oh I don't know I think I've always said like America but I think it's kind of changed oh no actually no I've always said Canada for some reason like it just yeah. seems so peaceful like in like <laughs> Vancouver um yeah it just seems really like peaceful and calm <laughs> I would love to go to Canada <laughs> um okay so I thought we'd start off with um did you ever have any speech therapy or um, did you ever go to a speech pathologist or like, yeah, what was that like? Yeah, for me, I've had it, 
but off but off and on so since the age of eight i did when i first moved here because when i moved here like i needed to make friends and stuff and it was my speech started to to affect me um so but then i left her after about six months because i thought i don't really, don't really need her and then i was then i didn't have one for about two years and then i started to get bad again so i went back to one um and then after that i didn't have one for about two years again um and it was off and on and now now i've had my one for about a year now and it's going really well i think i've because i think you just have to find the right one that um yeah takes with you i think it takes time to find kind of the one but i think i found kind of the one now that takes with me the techniques work too so it worked brilliant yeah that's good and did you ever um do speech therapy alongside going to school um like what was that like kind of balancing it it's yeah it's it's hard because sometimes speech therapists don't know what happens in school they don't know how you're feeling and stuff like that i think i've had times where i've seen kind of the counselor um when i was in year six and year five to help me but it's hard for other people to know when they don't have one so they can say to you breathe they can say to you be calm but when you're in a place where you're being asked to talk or read a book or something like that it's not easy to stay calm it's not easy to breathe um and it's like any other thing in the world like it's probably the worst place you can be as 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 you said at the start it's um the isolated environment and it is you know you can't really do much about it you can't just walk out the classroom like you can't do that you've got to fight it um but it's hard to do that and I, I feel for children now that are kind of going through that stage where they have, have i'm having to fight it and especially when you're eight years old because kids won't get at that age like if i went like to, to, to at that age people would laugh kids kids yeah. kids would laugh because that's just their natural thing because they're eight they're eight years old and they're always going to laugh at it um, so when I was eight and I stuttered, people would laugh, and it's the it's, it's awful because you can't change their perspective at eight. I think now because I'm fourteen, I think people know it now because of me because I've told them about it, and I think schools now when you get to about year year nine, I think kids start to have a bit of common sense. But I think in the early doors, I don't think it's talked about, and I don't think it's really noticed, and it, they do laugh for sure yeah yeah and I think also for me I found that um I had to miss school um on like I think it was a Wednesday so every Wednesday I would miss like about an hour or two hours of school um and that was from like year seven so I think having to explain as well to um teachers and to my friends why I was missing out on school is also a thing that I had to kind of figure out as well um and like you said like it when we're so young, we kind of don't notice it until people kind of start bringing it up. Like, you, you like stumble on words. Like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? But um, I think definitely. I think also when when we start to grow up as well, we realize that it's not as big as I think we made it out to be. I think as well. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And one thing I want to touch on that it's not as big as it's kind of made made out to be. Like, people kind of look at problems, disabilities now is kind of like a problem it's kind of yeah. something that's meant to stop you from producing your potential so i used to think because that's the way society made me feel at nine ten years old that i couldn't grow up and couldn't do public speaking okay yeah. so i grew up in primary school thinking this is going to hold me back from what i really want because this is a problem i've changed my perspective of it and said why are we using this as kind of kind of a problem stop yep. the word problem because i hate the word problem with anything in life i, I hate it because it's such a negative word to use it's not yeah. created creativity the energy that you're meant to give and so i changed the perspective of it and now doing doing the podcast that's always been something i wanted to do but yeah. i've always found society has made me feel like yeah, i can't do it because i'm gonna stumble um but if we change the perspective of it and hopefully me and you and other people now can show people this is not a problem this is not a disability people 
that have problems in their life, disabilities, use it to your to your the advantage. But also don't like just because you're different from ABC, that doesn't mean that you can't do what ABC are doing. That it doesn't mean that you can't you you can't achieve what you want because now the prob now the problem is is that kids are growing up now thinking if they have a disability they that they can't do this and it's such yeah, a sad yeah. sad thing at that age for them to realize that they can't do it and that's what i realized at that age and um yeah. i and, it, and i hate it because it's really bad for their mindset exactly exactly and like you said that word problem it's a problem in itself to be honest like i think as well like changing the whole narrative behind stuttering um is so important and especially um i think it starts at the school because that is the number one issue i think where a lot of kids or teenagers um lose so much of their confidence um in schools because it is such a it's such a it's such a tight space but it's also so big i mean you're there like every day you're spending like six six hours of your day you know and like you said you can't just run away and things so um yeah it is very important that we change that and i also um just me in general i just don't like the word normal i think it's really um like everyone's normal i don't think there's like just because you have something that's different doesn't make you any less normal so anyway that's just me personally (laughs) yeah Cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying now is that, like, normal is just exactly what you said there. Just because one person can't walk, just because I can't talk as well as some other people, just because some somebody can't see, that doesn't make them special. That it doesn't make them problem. That's not it's not an issue. Special needs is a stupid word. You need to stop problems. Stupid words. You stop disabilities. That word has got to stop people have to stop using these words there's got to be a change in it and the reason why we're using those words is because media and society has made us think that that's the right words to say to people now stop it because it's yes, not right yeah. for people to feel, to, to feel that they're that they should hold back exactly exactly um you also touched base as well on the fact that you did um i think disclosure starter to your friends and your teachers um in your teachers in general Having having told them that you started, did you find that it was easier for you to kind of accept that you started and open up a bit more in school? And were they supportive of that, or were they a bit like <laughs> thinking it was a bit unfair? I guess. I think my teachers were very supportive of it. I think some, yeah, some no. Like some didn't really have that much em- empathy, but some do the majority did um and i'm really happy very happy that i chose to tell them because i don't want to get picked on in class when i don't really want to say something and kind of embarrass myself and kind of feel bad about it so i had so i had to tell them um and that kind of led me on then to tell kind of more people because that was kind of my aim to tell people about it not hide it not hide it like tell people about it so that people are kind kind of aware um and um so i told my teachers and obviously then they started to realize like when i need to talk then i'll put my hand up and i want to talk they can't just pick me out from front of the class to read a paragraph that's not gonna work for me um and i started to tell my kind of close friends you know people like that and that's when i then expanded to more and more people like i'm doing now about it um and it just started from that telling that one person that, you know, that then their response was really, really positive. So that made me want to tell more people about it and then try to help people about it. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about when you said um, when they pick on people. I think just in general, teachers shouldn't randomly just be like, um, you, you like answer the question that's on the board or you answer this paragraph or just like randomly pick out people in the class anyway just in general like I think that's really like it's so scary and even for people who don't stutter um just people in general it's so like frustrating like you don't need to pick on someone if they haven't put their hand up like there's just no need to do that I don't there's understand no why you need to do it so 
insane. And like, if you don't know the answer, then they'll say that you're not concentrating. And exactly, it's and then they get angry at you. <laughs> it, it is, it is like that. It is definitely. <laughs> when you um, do presentations in school, because presentations are like, it's Daunting. so scary. It's it, just it's like the worst. Oh, horrible. Oh, gosh, yeah. I remember I was in year seven. I think this is the first time I ever told someone that I started. Um, I hadn't told anyone and I was just freshly started and I had to read a presentation um, for my, I think it was my religion class at the time. Um, and the opening word was good morning. And I struggle on like G words, like good. I can say it fine now, but <laughs> um, I struggle on saying good morning and stuff. And everyone was kind of staring at me. And I just remember I was standing there with this card, like with my, like the, my palm cards on my hand. And I was just trying to say good morning and I just couldn't say it. Like I was blocking. I was repeating my like re- repeating G. It was terrible. And all I could hear the people and the people were, oh, my God, she's stuttering. Like, um, is she stuttering? Like what's, what's happening? And I like I couldn't. I just burst out into tears. And I think ever since that point, I've realized I've just I don't know what it was. I just there was just something about it. But I think what made it a little bit better was my teacher was like it's okay you know take your time if you need to come back and do it you can like we can do it when no one's here and I think that's the difference when you have such a supportive teacher that actually doesn't single you out and be like just hurry up like keep going like don't worry about it but actually taking the time to be like it's okay you can um do it again like we can do it and like privately like you know I think that's so important um which is yeah have you had any situations like that? Presentations are like the worst, the worst things ever. I think for any person, you know, even if they don't, summer. Um, but if you do, then it is even ten times worse, one hundred times worse. I think I've had presentations before. So what I do with presentations, what I did with them in year eight and stuff, is I used to change the words a lot from what it said on like the presentation slide. So if I had to read out it, then I'd change it to these random kind of things. And I, I remember once I was talking about um, like this Kenya presentation and I was talking absolute nonsense. I was saying that like the economy and I was thinking about money and business and it was nothing to do with that. It was just about like the plants and I just went off on one and um, people were laughing. Why is he, you know, why is he changing this so much, um, you know, to these new crazy things and um it's just natural um and i had to change it i, I just had to because i couldn't because i because i remember in year six i read off it and i stammered loads and loads of times during during the paragraph so i thought i've got to change my um technique with it so i just made up some um, random um, words and stuff yeah yeah i think also i i do the same thing as well like i put like like in front of it or i put um or i'll say like a word that i i know i don't stutter on yeah yeah so if i'm talking about like something i'll talk about like the football or the england and i always put the before and it's been like a habit for me for about a year now and i just see it as as this kind of work so i don't know why but let's just see (laughs) yeah yeah i do the same thing i do the same thing i I don't think it's 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 recommended by the speech pathologist but you know what it works for us so we're just gonna go with it (laughs) um so you mentioned that you had to move schools when you were eight um because of your relocation um did you find it difficult to just in general i guess how would you how'd you find the move and i think also then going more and stuttering did you find that your starter changed or did it get more severe did it get less severe what was kind of the dynamic between your whole relocation i think at the time at eight years old you don't really know we don't really care about it as much like it's not this big thing for me at that age um because i'm eight and i'm just trying trying to enjoy life um so when i moved to dubai when i moved to dubai and i started my new school that's when i started to know notice it a bit more and I tend to make friends a lot s- s- slower than you maybe should do. Like I, like it took maybe about two months to start to really like make more friends. Um, and that was tough. So when I first moved to my new school, it's like this new world, Dubai, like 
this new kind of world to England and these new teachers, these new students that I've not met in my life. I don't know what their background's like. So it's just new world. And that is really daunting for a kid. And it was just this big school I was in. And that's tough. But what I'm really happy about was that my mum worked there in, in the school. So she, so she was kind of um, my partner in, um, there. So like I just, if I needed a bit of help or if I was feeling a bit upset about something, then I'll just go to her and she would help me tell the teachers about it. So they, so they knew. Um, but that doesn't obviously make it 100% better but that helps a lot for a kid's confidence um so it did take me time to really to really um kind of adapt but I did find it out in the way and I tried my best to make friends and I bet then at that age I did do one thing is I wouldn't say kind of what I wanted to say so I used to replace a lot of words to the words I knew I could say um so I think before I said something and obviously when I met my new speech therapist they told me to just say what you want to say but at eight nine years old you're not you're not gonna do that um sadly because you're thinking i like they they will laugh and stuff like that so yeah it's just a hard one when you're eight really yeah yeah and like you said i think when you're that age you don't really notice anything like it's just well you're just kind of like living life like you said enjoying it and then when you start hitting high school it's like everyone starts to develop opinions <laughs> um yeah i think we were in, in kind of a very opinionated kind of like from the age of 12 years old to 18 that uh, everyone's like judging other people about everything the way they look at it's just yeah you know, you're yeah have that. yeah it's crazy did you ever kind of find yourself using your speech techniques at school or what was kind of the way you navigated how'd you navigate that whole um, stuttering at school. For me, yeah, for me, I kind of took it on as my own. Like I try to create my own men- men- mentality with it. So I try to find out my own techniques that work for me. And to be honest, I left my old two speech therapists before because they didn't help me that much. Like they didn't help me that much to really use it in school. Um, and I wasn't feeling confident. So in school, let's say in like a math class, um, I would in, in, never put my hand up, never do anything in terms of the teacher, never really talk to them. But I used to be one of one of the loudest kids in my class, but I am still like I'm just very loud. Um, and yeah. um, but inside the class, like if we're having a class dis- discussion, then I won't put my hand up. Um, and I've started to do that more now. Started to put my hand up more now. But in school, it's kind of I I. I used to think fight or flight like I used to try to kind of fight it now I'm trying to do the opposite I'm trying to just forget about it be confident be positive with it and um just be who I am be yourself and if people don't like me because of my stammer then just don't be my friend it's like that's just simple as that. and I don't care if, if you don't like me um but this is who I am and this is me. If we start to realise, you know, who we are and actually be proud of who we are in our own ways, then, you know, life's, life's easy. But sadly, you know, society makes 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 us feel that we're not meant to like ourselves, um, which is a shame for young kids now growing up. Yeah, yeah. Especially social media it can be quite a scary place. It can be daunting. It can be daunting, and it just makes us. And I was talking to um, my speech therapist the other day and stuff like that. And like society and social media makes us feel like we can't like ourselves for the way we look. We always look at kind of the 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 negative side of it, or how we look, or how we dress, or how we act, or how we talk. You know, we always look at kind 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 of like the flaws. But imagine if we kind of looked at the things we are good at and we are positive at. But if we said to our classmates or to our teachers, we really like ourselves and I'm this and I'm that and I'm positive and I'm kind and I'm humble. And then people would say that we've been cocky and the arrogance. So it, like, it never works. But if we then said we're not confident, we're not positive, we're negative, then people would say we're moody or we're not confident. 
So there's no balance. There's no, like, it makes us feel that we can't like ourselves. And then from there on, we start judging other people for the way they do this, they do that. If we all focus on ourselves and we're more kind to people and more positive, then we'll get much, um, much of a positive reaction. Um, and social media, especially now, if you're 12, 13 years old on it and you see a lot of things on it, it's really, really bad. Um, it, it can be really bad for your mental health. And why do you think you see more children now going to counsellors? And why do you think you see more children now feeling depressed? And why do you think you see more children now having mental health problems? Because social media, you know, in any shape, way or form, they could hate the way they look, they could hate the way they act, they could have a stammer and not like their stammer and feel, feel, feel ashamed from it because there's not enough role models out, out there that can help Exactly. And I think it's so important for teenagers as well to kind of express that, um, that like, it is also hard to be a teenager as well. Like, there's just so much um, negative negativity out, out there and it's so hard to find who actually you can, um, like, listen to and talk to exactly. Um which is yeah, it can be it can be scary, but I think also there's a side of it that is really positive and is really inspiring. Um, so I want to dive a little bit into your Instagram page um, and especially your podcast. Um, and just listening to it, like I I really feel um, like I'm not alone, and I think especially you you don't see very many um, teenagers starting podcasts and um, starting pages to inspire other people um, and other teenagers. Um, so I, it's really inspiring. So I really congratulate, congratulate you. <laughs> um, so why did you kind of start your Instagram page? Um, I've actually got no clue, uh, but I did, but, but I was, because it was in, um, Christmas, um, and I've all, and I've always loved listening to podcasts when I'm on a walk or a run. Um, I just find it really entertaining and I just found myself thinking like imagine if I do a podcast to help with my stammer and I can show people what they can do with it and I can help people but also like I can do a podcast and talk to these really good people and that I just came at me and I just thought why not like what can go wrong here like what can go wrong with me doing the podcast um so I sat down with with my dad and my brother and I started kind of thinking like what kind of my podcast is going to be about, what's the name going to be, and it was really cool and um, like and I don't and I don't regret it at all. Like, this has been the best decision that I've made. Um, like I still have people telling me to to, to honestly be like my name of the podcast is the Winners Mindset Podcast. So the first thing people are going to think is that you think that you've got a winner's mindset. So I've got a lot of comments since I started the podcast that tell me I'm doing it for the attention. I'm doing it for, um, because I have, because I think I've got a winner's mindset. Um, and I've got a lot of comments like that. And it does get to me because like, if people knew what a stammering child has been through and what they're like for me at 14 to, to do that is one of the proudest moments it, like when i'm older and i'll just talk to my kids about it i think it's really inspiring and i just want to help people i just want to help people i've got um, i've um, i talked to this kid the other day and he said like thank you so much just help me i just want to help people and show who i am be yourself and it's so important and who cares if this kid thinks i'm doing a for the attention because I am because I'm doing it for the attention because I'm trying to show people that it's okay to have a stammer so well done to you because I am doing it for the attention because I am trying to show people about this and I'm trying to put my voice out there I'm trying to show people that have a problem or a disability and all that rubbish that they can be themselves they can go and achieve their potential and that they have voice that that is the key is that i have a voice and i didn't have a voice five five years ago but now i do and i'm proud of that you should be very proud of it because it is it is so inspiring and it's so important as well and look all the people that want to say 
stuff about it. Like, uh, I just don't understand why you need to. Like, just let people do what they want to do. And especially when it's something that's so positive and so supporting. And that's just going to help other people. Like, all they're going to do is just bring them down because they want the attention. Yeah. But I went through a stage. But I went through a stage in, like, so I did my first two of the episodes in, like, one month. And it went really well. And it went for a stage for about three months where I couldn't find anyone to be on. So I started having the thoughts about quitting it um, and just thinking this is a bad idea and people would make fun of me. Why not get anybody on? And uh, and this was for three months. I couldn't get anyone on. And then I got one person on. And then that was okay, but I didn't get much views on it. Um, so then I was still getting thoughts about quitting and then I went on this stammering podcast and that really inspired me like like to keep on going about it um and I started to get one more and one more and now it's starting to get bigger and bigger and I'm so happy that I didn't quit two two months ago three months ago it's just I've kind of understood because I used to think before like I'm just going to get do my podcast and I'm going to get these thousands of views and this thousand Instagram page and it's all going to be holy money that, that has not happened. Like I still don't have as many. Like I've got about three hundred views. Like it's like it's not crazy, crazy, but it's about progress. Um, and I went from like fifty views to three hundred, and I'm still trying to build up. I've got short term plans, long term plans. But what's the most important plan is to help people. And if I can reach out to that one person to inspire him, to help him, um, and to show them that I have a voice, so why can't you? Um, then that is the aim. Yeah, and that's so good. And I, 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 I've, I go through the same phase as well. I'm like, am I? If I do this, people are gonna think, oh, she's she's just doing it because she wants attention, like you said. Is she like she's she, exactly attention? Exactly. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, am I? Is she she's just doing it because she doesn't even have a startup? Like, what what is she doing? Um, and so I think I go through the same things, and I'm like, maybe I I should just stop here. I shouldn't like do anything. Like, um, I'm like, there's just there's just no point because I'm not gonna like help anyone as well. Um, but then like you said, I then I go back and remember like, I'm not only doing this for other people, but I'm doing this for myself because I went through a stage in my life where I literally even the thought of stuttering literally would bring me to tears. Like I was talking to my cousin about it, and I couldn't even get through talking about a speech technique because I just couldn't like the 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 shame kind of just overrode me and like it's don't get me wrong like I still I still get um I still feel like sometimes I don't want to stand in front of people because I'm like what are they gonna think like what's gonna happen um like even friends and family I'm like I, I get really scared to stutter in front of them because I'm like they're mm. gonna give me a weird look like she's randomly started stuttering now but then exactly but then I remember wait that's the whole thing about stuttering stuttering isn't a uniform thing and not everyone has the exact same stutter and people will stutter in certain moments and that's the whole thing about stuttering it fluctuates like it it's moody it comes when it comes it sometimes you have really bad days where you can't even get through a sentence and sometimes you have great days where you can the whole day is fluent so I think just remembering that as well like the whole thing about stuttering is that it has moments um and like so what sometimes you stutter and then it's like it's fine like it doesn't matter um so just like you I like you know it is it is such a common thing as well and even like having these pages and then you think like wait I'm only 16 like I don't have enough experience I'm talking to all these people that have like 10 years of experience or 20 years of experience and I'm only 16 like I barely remember like two years ago you know what I mean um but I think it is so important Mm. like you said for teenagers to express their voice um and express these positive attitudes towards stuttering because it is it can be seen as a negative thing but if you make it a positive thing and think of it as a, not a curse but a gift i think that's all you really need and like you said yeah. you help that one person and that's it mm. you know and i think when you just said there about like my st- st- stammer is not as bad as m- maybe one person or yours not but that's not the point of it and that's where the probably the attention coming comes from because because there'll be days or even people I talk to where I'm not standing in front of before my life um but 
that is not the point. And what you should be looking at this is that, like, we're doing this because we've been through hard times, we've been through tough times with it, and this is such a positive thing. You know, this is such a should be a positive thing, and um, that we're helping people. We're not just with stammering with any disability of any kind. We're helping them. We're showing them that this cannot define you. Um, and you're more than just your stammer. You're more than just your wheelchair. You're more than just your eyes. You're so many things. You've got so many qualities in life. And that one, that's what makes you unique. And that's what makes us who we are. Exactly. And the fact that we've turned stuttering into a positive thing is just that in itself. Like we've been able to turn this thing that's been like eating at us i guess mm-hmm. um into a positive thing where we've met so many people um that are able to um and then the fact that like we've helped other people i think that that's just amazing you know it's so cool amazing exactly and again as, as you said like using that as kind of a positive and that's been my aim the whole time changing the perspective of it changing the stereotype of it is so key exactly it's so key um, so I want to ask you as well, what was the, is, is there kind of a, 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 a story behind the, your podcast name? Um, why? And like, because your, your podcast name is Winner's Mindset, which is already in itself. So cool. <laughs> um, but why is it also important to have a positive mindset, positive, hang on, a positive mindset when achieving your goals or your potential? Because because the reason why I called it the winner's mindset first your first question was because there's lots of ways you can define a winner's mindset you've always got your own kind of mindset we all have different mindsets we all have different plans processes so for me a winner's mindset was a combination of of saying number one I'm doing this my stammer and that there's a winner's mindset so I firstly I've achieved that a winner's mindset again positive thinking if you can't be positive towards your goals um then you're not going to get anywhere it's all about positive thinking and if you back yourself and this is way i i talked to you a lot about this but society's made us feel that we can't be positive with ourselves we can't say to ourselves well done we can't tap ourselves on, um, on the back and say well done um so changing that perspective of it being more positive about our goals, about what we want, and is very important. And the winner's mindset, um, it's such a com, it's such a combination of both. And when I ask my guests, like, what is your definition to have a winner's mindset? I've got so so many answers, but the best answer that I've got is from the last one called Javino. He was just saying, "Be you, being you, Monday to Friday, Sunday." saturday november october whatever the day whatever the situation if you are you if you are who you are and you're proud of who you are and you like yourself you're proud of yourself you back yourself and if you're that and then that is that is that is the winner's mindset if you can look in the mirror and tell you and tell yourself you are very good you're bloody good you're this and that and you can tell yourself that and that's winner's mindset um, you've got to back yourself in the first place. And, you know, as I've said to you, like, we shouldn't feel bad about ourselves, like the way we look, the way we do, because social media is fake. Half of it's fake. Half of it is from fake role models trying to get trying to get attention for the wrong things. And um, that is the world we live in. We've got to ignore that. We've got to be who we are. And if we can do that, 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 that's what is mindset. So when people ask me, what do you think about a winner's mindset? I'm just going to go straight to being you for any time, anywhere, anywhere. That's so cool. I actually love that. Be Just be you. Like, It's so simple, but it's so scary as well. There's no problem with being who you are. There's not a problem with being who you are. You don't need to change who you are. You don't need to change how you look. You don't need to change what your hair looks like. Like Being you is the best thing ever. Being like when you kind of, kind, kind of accept yourself – who you are that is brilliant like that is the best thing ever to do and when you've got the full confidence to walk into a room and be proud of yourself and be happy about yourself that is the best thing that 
you know life can give exactly. you exactly just be genuine just you know be yourself and who cares what anyone else thinks or says to you like you know so exactly so good <laughs> um how do you deal with i guess nasty comments from people around you or your stutter um because i know for me i kind of just try and focus on the good in my life like all the good people that i, ha- I have um you know my friends my family um that have supported me and everything and I think um I also find like journaling to be really therapeutic as well just to get all my thoughts down in one page and then just close it up and put it away as if it's like I'm I'm closing this kind of negative part of myself and I'm going to close it up until um the next day when I want to put everything else down on a piece of paper um so is there something that you use for like a way to kind of shut everything down and just push away um and I guess also in that self like dealing with nasty comments as well because if i get a nasty comment i used to bite back now i just don't care like i honestly i i like i've got to the point where i just don't care um about nasty comments what people think of me it doesn't bother me anymore as it used to i used to be really kind of like this big overthinker about it i used to think about it quite quite a lot um but I'm tired of it and I, I don't really care. And I focus again more on the people that are proud of me, that are positive for me and that can tell me whatever they want and I'm happy. Um, and like when I have kind of, kind of a bad day with it, with my stammer, what I do is I just kind of breathe, I relax and I just think of me, like I think of, kind of what you just said of kind of the positive things that are in my life like my family my friends and what people don't have oh, oh what I have I think when I hear people that their dad died or you know something awful's happened in their life I do kind of get a reality check on what I do have and I'm really grateful for what I have like I like like I was talking on the podcast the other day and I I said like I live in Dubai, like that's incredible. Like people's dream would be to do that. And I'm so, and it's only to like now that like, I've realized how lucky I'm like, I go back to the UK or I go to, to another place and I, then I do realize then is how really lucky I, I really am to live out here. Like brilliant, it's just brilliant. So why not use this to my advantage, create, create a podcast and go and, um, go and show people and go and, go and try to achieve something exactly yeah exactly i think that is so important i think we also just take things for granted sometimes um and we get so in our heads and then we have to just go back and be like wait take a look at that from like outside just like think that you're staring at your life from the outside just kind of take a step back and be like wait like i've got amazing people around me you know i've got a house i mean and it's just um like you said just taking that second to just think and have a bit of reality track I guess as well which is um I like that yeah um I guess my last kind of question is it's not really a question but um do you have any advice for any teens out there that um are trying to adjust being at school and having a stutter or just having a stutter in general I think and I want to make this message clear because I said the same thing on the other podcast and don't be ashamed of who you are. Like, don't be ashamed of who you are. I was ashamed of myself for 12 years of my life. And now I start to realise there's not a problem of who you are. Like, if you're in any shape or form, if you think that you've got a problem, like, and oh, oh, one other person told you that, they're speaking rubbish, absolutely rubbish. You, you, you've got to back yourself, got to believe in yourself, because if you don't do that, then you... then no one's going to believe in you. You've got to believe in yourself. You can't be ashamed of your stammer and you've got to keep on going. Remember that you were born this way because you're strong enough to deal with it. They chose you to have a stammer because they knew that you would be the strongest one to deal with it. And they use it as kind of like a superpower. This is your superpower. And this is what you should be proud of. So again, as we spoke about before, changing it into kind of a positive thing, superpower. 
this is my superpower. I have I have a slimmer and I'm proud of it. Changing the perspective of it is so important. And last one is like be confident, be yourself and just live life because you only get one. So just live life and show people who you are, be, but be proud of it at the same time. Yeah, I love that. I, like everything you just said is so true and it's so important that everyone hears that as well, I think. We just need to be positive. Exactly. Have a positive mindset. <laughs> um, so I, exactly. <laughs> um, I guess that leads us to the end of the question portion of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> um, so I thought before we'd finish, we'd play a quick game of Taboo. I'm not sure if you've heard of it before. Have you played it before? No, I've not played it. <laughs> okay. So basically, yeah, it's super yeah. simple. There's, sure. um, so what, uh, let me just, hang on. I'm going to open up a different one, so I'm not cheating. <laughs> okay, I got another one. Okay, so what it has, it's got like a big word at the top. Yeah. And then it's got like four words at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, okay, amazing. So the word at the top is the word that I'm trying to guess. And then the four words at the bottom are words that you can't use when describing it to me. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, for example, if the word was car, um, and the four words would be like vehicle, um, road, or something like that, then I can't use vehicle or road when I'm trying to explain to you cool. the car. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, all right. So, do you want to go first? Yep, I'll um, I'll go first. All right. Okay, here we go. Let's go. I'll be awful at this game. I, I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um. Okay. Beach, um, Spain, um, tan, um, cocktails. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my um, goodness! Um, 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 water, um, um. Here we go. So it's not the, it's towel, not the beach. Towel. Because you said beach before. Towel. Um, towel. Sweating. The, oh, it's, is it summer? Yep. Well, um, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was really tough. Because <laughs> I explained it wrong. I know I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because that's when I oh said um, cocktails and you got confused. <laughs> Because it, yeah, although to be fair, I get confused really easily, so it's fine. <laughs> because I, because um, it was like my mum on like when we go to Spain, you know, they have their cocktails, yeah. so I'm just remembering <laughs> back then. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Okay, I got one. All right. Um, colorful. Okay. Um, hot. Yeah. Well, this is not good. I'm not doing this at all. I can feel it. <laughs> um, I don't. Want, I also. I also don't want to accidentally say it because I'm also pretty good at accidentally doing that. <laughs> um. All right, I'm gonna say hot day. Yeah. I don't know if that's cheating, but I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> um. Melting. Um, the ice ice cream. Yes, yeah. The ice cream, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. my gosh, that was really hard. <laughs> I was like ice cream because I just feel like hot, yeah. like hot day. Okay. But yeah. And then, then you said melting, and I thought I don't know, and I just said like the ice cream just fitted in with, with that perfectly. Yeah, that was really good. That was really really good. Wow, I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Edward, for joining me today. <laughs> um, I'm so yeah, honored to be um speaking to you. Um, and it's so amazing that um you're 14 as well. I'm only 16. Like we're so young. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, so young. we're so young. <laughs> Today, eh? Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but it is that like we're able to use such a platform to be able to speak on things that are 
um, such a big part, such a prevalent part in our lives as well. Um, and something that, like I said, multiple times can be quite isolating. Um, so yeah. And just listening to everything that you've had to say about stuttering, um, has already helped me. Um, so thank you so much for that. Edward. And I'm, I know it's definitely, definitely have helped other people as well. So you should be very proud of yourself. You're welcome. Let's try and um, spread that message across to more platforms and help people even more. And that is the aim for me and you, for sure. And also help them and help ourselves because that's one thing that um, that we need to do too. That society makes us feel like we can't. Exactly, exactly. And I think, especially like as much as we're doing this for other people. We're also doing this for ourselves because one of the biggest things exactly. about stuttering is acceptance, um, and that's exactly. so so hard. Um, so acceptance, self 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 acceptance is um, key. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Edward. Do you want to just say what yeah. your socials are as well? So I'll link them all at the bottom as well. Sure. So um, on Instagram, just search up "What Is Mindset Podcast." lowercase um and then you'll find my instagram and then youtube um what is my podcast again if you just search that up i'm hoping it'll be on there too um spotify um is there too what is mindset podcast you'll see it there um and um twitter to what is mindset podcast and what is mindset podcast a few platforms there and if you want to go to one of them and just you know be there that's more I'm more than happy, and um, I'll, and I talk to people on on there about women's mindset, positivity, and self confidence, which is key. Yes, it's very very key. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much, Edward. I've said multiple times, but thank you. <laughs> um, and if anyone else no, no, wants no, no, to no. join me as well, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for it. Yeah. thank you. Not me, you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and if, if if anybody else wants to join me in a future podcast, just. Feel free to DM me. Make sure you DM um, Edward as well. Um, but yeah, thank you as well. And thank you so much. Hope everyone has an amazing day as well. See you, everyone. Bye.